Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep? Neighbors walking across above you. Well, welcome. You're in the right place. Because this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight, it's trending Twitter Tuesdays. We're going to go on Twitter, and we're going to get a story out of what's trending. I'm going to get people walking upstairs. Um, All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Now, if you, I, I, I would highly recommend some sort of bedroom bedroom routine, pre-bed routine, and someday we're going to have a little extra time, a little extra data space or whatever you call it, whatever, hosting space, and we're going to, you know, start dropping sleep tips on you soon, hopefully, someday, I don't know when, I know soon was the wrong word to use, but anyway, have a, you know, some sort of bedtime routine, ideally that involves hygiene, because to be honest with you, bad breath is not attractive on anybody, even if you're a 10 out of 10. Bad breath's going to bump you down. I mean, if you're really a 10 out of 10 to 9.5 to 9, could drop you down to 7.5. And, and if you're a normal person, it's just not a good sign. So uh, it could be a sign just like uh, of underlying. Well, let's not talk about that. It could be underlying health issues. Go see a doctor or, you know, a dentist too. But that's it. Um, do your bedtime routine. Don't worry about your bedtime routine. I'm just joking with you here. You don't have bad breath. If you brush your teeth and flossed, if you don't get, you know, pause this, get out of bed and do it. There you go. Now you just, I just saved you like fifty, hundred bucks minimum. So that's uh, uh, that's a little you know bonus stuff. But anyway, this is a podcast that puts you to sleep that doesn't brush your teeth. Like I said, I will brush your teeth, but it's going to cost you like many, many stacks, as the kids say. And I'm talking stacks, a hundred dollar bill. So we're talking thousands. Into the tens of thousands. That's per toothbrushing session. So you really got to be a billionaire. And that does not include treating me like garbage. That's like a professional behavior only. And, you know, no sex stuff, period. Not for any money. No matter who you are. If, if I'm there to do your brush your teeth, I'm there to brush your teeth. And if you want to disrespect me, you're going to have to find some somebody else. But anyway, I'm off topic. That's what happens here. I get off topic... I go where my nose leads me, and it just led me down a hygiene road for a little visit or a hygiene place, hygiene circle, wherever. Yeah, circled back. So get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. We're going to do the rest, and what we're going to do is we're going to create a safe place. This podcast is just here to help you fall asleep and, you know, be a little bit silly, a little bit lighthearted because I, I know for me, you know, at some point— I don't know when I was at my age, but I just started taking life. I mean, I'm not trying to be facetious here. It's like I started taking life a little bit too seriously. It started feeling a little too heavy. And I walked down my own path, but I was like, man, was the life really this serious? Especially it's your brain, and we're here to distract you from your brain. And my brain's working overtime, probably the sugar from the cough drop. Probably I probably had too much sugar today, but uh, it's post-Halloween. But anyway, we're going to create a safe place to distract you from the racing thoughts in your mind. The thoughts you just got a taste of that go through my mind, they go through everyone's mind. So in a different voice, a different agenda, whatever it is, it's some part of you 
that's honestly it's trying to protect you, but it really doesn't know how. So it just gets busy, blah, 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 clawing at you, itching at you, poking at you. But that's it. You know, this is the possible solution for some of you is to just listen to my voice, crumple up that um, ninny picking, nit, nit picking, whatever you call it, the freaking brain boss, crumple it up in a little ball. And let's toss it in an imaginary wastebasket. I mean, last week we did something else with it. Come on. Like a little piece of paper. Get it nice and tight. Boom. Wastebasket's at the end of your bed. Pull it out next, you know, one morning. Say, hey, hey buddy, if you're living in the uh, American daylight savings time zone, you got an extra hour to stay in there somehow, but hours already passed, whatever. So I'll be I'll be with you in the morning. I'm going to rest, and we'll be better equipped to protect ourselves and or, you know, become enlightened or help other people with rest. So you just keep your worries in that wastebasket for us. Thanks. I don't know if any of that made any sense. It doesn't have to because uh, I don't make any sense. And if you're into making sense podcasts, there's a lot of them out there that make sense in a good way. Some in a not good way, whatever. This is nonsense podcast the nonsense i'm the nonsense whisperer except i don't whisper i talk at a normal uh, ish tone but that's the podcast i'm glad you're here i hope i help you fall asleep that's my that's what i'm trying to do also probably i guess working out my own personal issues on there bad idea but uh, it's just happened you know moving forward we can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Trending Twitter Tuesday episodes are www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Tuesday. I think my mouth just got in that car accident. Um, what else? You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. Okay, we can talk there. I post sleep-related articles there. You can check me on uh, Facebook over there, Facebook. That's where I put the bloopers, and, um, you know, if you just listen to all that, imagine what's in the bloopers. That's uh, Facebook, and you can chat with me. Anything, any of those venues or on the comment on the website, send me a postcard at P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501. That's Sleep With Me podcast, P.O. Box 1751, 41. Oh, boy. I think... 1741. You can go to com slash S-A-S-E and um, check that out. So you get a hold of me if you have anything to say or share or why you want to, want to you know, be my pen pal. I got a couple pen pals now. I mean, that's it. Year into this podcast, I got pen pals. I feel like I got people chatting with me on Twitter, Facebook. You guys make me feel like a million bucks. Again, and that's around the price it would cost for a year of teeth brushing uh, for those of you that are in that income bracket. Uh, you probably, you know, and then we could start and, you know, get into the multi-millions of me doing actual sleep whispering for you. But anyway, that's not here or there. So that's the podcast. It's Trending Twitter Tuesday. I've got a new phone. One week, I've got about a week and a couple of days with this new phone. It's my first Android phone. It's a Moto G. 2014 edition for people that are looking for a budget phone. In the U.S., it's going to cost you 179 bucks, and I don't have any deal with Motorola or Androids 
Well, Androids, Android operating system, I don't have a deal with. Androids, that's another whole other ballgame. But uh, I like this phone. Perceive, let me tell you something of business people out there or people, you know, looking to start a business. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in a month from now with this phone or two months from now. Everyone's like it's a little laggy, but I'm pretty, pretty, I ask a lot of my phone so I could be in for it. But the perceived value, let me tell you, if you're selling something from somebody that bankrupted a business and almost bankrupted another one, let me give you some advice. The perceived value on this phone for me as a consumer is off the charts. You know, somebody somebody says like, what you, I, can't, I showed the phone to people, I can't believe you paid 180 bucks for that thing. Holy moly. And I say, yeah, I'm pretty really happy with this thing, especially when you, you know, I was budging out, you know compared to everything else out there. So very, whether or not I'm satisfied long-term, my current perceived value, and I don't even know if that's a business term, is very high. So that's, but you're not here for, uh, um, you know, tech reviews, but that's the Moto G phone. I'm happy with it. I don't, I can't encourage you to buy it because I'm not a positive. It's only been a week. I'm not going to tell you to buy anything. Another, uh, this totally off topic here, um, but, I mean, there's no top. Is uh, I'm going to be reviewing some things coming up. Uh, eye masks. I have a, a, a quick eye mask filling in thing. I'm not even trying to buy time. I don't know why I'm so lippy tonight. But I got two different models of eye masks that I'm testing out to see. I'm going to let you guys know what I think of them. I bought them myself. The companies did not come to me. As a matter of fact, I paid for one set of the eye masks twice because I bought it in August. I used it for about two, three weeks. I actually liked it a lot. Then I brought it on the plane and freaking left the thing on the plane. And I figured, I, I, I guess I was afraid to call the airline and say I left this eye mask. I probably should have, but then yeah, that's kind of gross. I mean, even with washing hot water. So then, uh, you know, then I bought another eye mask, different model, tested that out for a while, then gave up. I said, I don't know about this eye mask thing. And then I was like, well, I remember that first eye mask was pretty nice. So I'm on the first eye mask again, and then I'll go back to the second eye mask again. And then I'll give you guys, like, my uh, thoughts. So that's eye mask episode. You can, if you want to tell you about boring, well, I guess it depends on what you use the eye mask for. Because the eye mask has more than one use. I mean, all of it involves masking the eyes. But you know what I'm saying, role players, ba-ba-boom. All right, so moving on, it's trending toward Tuesday. I'm going to get my the phone. I got figured all the taking the screenshots out. So we got Twitter booted and trending. I think we're ready to go. I also tried to, oh, maybe not. Um, figured out how to silence this phone. So it's silenced, so it shouldn't bother us. You hear the phone is. I got to keep it away from me though too, because it gets on the mic there. Maybe I put it in my airplane mode, but then I'm worried that something, you know, something's gonna come up. Uh, but anyway, so trending. The trends are loaded. Just trending Twitter Tuesday. Let's get started. So it's trending Twitter Tuesday, guys, girls, lords, ladies, germs, microbes, spores, everybody. You know, you guys have been. Waiting with bated breath for this, and you've waited one week too long. And that is for the return of our good friend, Mr. Ray Perkins. 
is going to be taking Mike tonight. Surprise, surprise. Ray, how you doing? You in the studio? Hello, my friend. I'm here. I'm in the studio, my friend. Now, Ray, I got to tell you, the, um, I dropped the thing that records the podcast. You're only going to hear your voice in one ear. Is that going to throw you, throw you off? What do you, what, what, what do you mean, my, my voice in one ear? Well, it's weird because we're off mic here. Just, this, this is just to kind of make the show look good, but it will be. Okay, okay. So I might give the headphones over to you. I'm going to say, I'm going to do the trending Twitter Tuesday setup first. Are you ready? Oh, my friend. I have my well. I can't even believe I'm back. I'm so happy. You know, it's been five weeks more. Okay, Ray, go ahead. Hey, guys, it's trending. Twitter Tuesdays. Tuesdays trends told in a tale of, uh, uh, for Tuesday from a Sunday. Trending Twitter Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pause it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Ray, I'm going to pause it. I'm say, yeah. Hello, hello. Oh, wait a second. Scooty, you're not kidding. It's only one ear. I can only hear myself in one ear. Okay, my friends. Hello. Hello, this is your friend Ray. It's going to take me a second to get used to this because uh, normally there's, I'm wearing these headphones and I'm speaking into a microphone. I know Scooter, he tries to be mysterious with his whole uh, production technique thing, but you wear headphones and the, the kind of headphones that, you know, kind of block out the outside sounds, my friends. Oh, I'm so I don't care to talk about this stuff. I just care to say hello. 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 Now, I have missed you so. It's your buddy Ray. And I've just been saying, Scooter. When it, and he says, oh, well, I got this Halloween, you know, huh? And I say, what do you mean? What, you, what, just because I'm an old man, you don't think I do Halloween? You know, you've seen me. Remember when I dressed up as, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, I said I could do a Halloween thing. And I got a, I got a tale to tell. And he said, no, well, I got this thing. And I said, okay, my friend, that's fine. You're being creative. I support you 125%. Plus another 75, plus infinity. Your friend Ray, is he going to support you too? I'm so, I'm so thankful to have my voice in your ears. And I got a lot of you to thank, but I got to get on to the show, Ray. See, so Scooter's told, I got to get on to the show, Scooter said, but I want to, I'm going to take some time at some point to thank all of you that say, like Scooter, he doesn't, he's a little jealous because you like me better than him. But I know he, that's his thing. I know you love him, but you, you just like, you get a taste of Ray. You want more Ray. I'm like a little uh, ray of sunshine in your ears, carrying you off to uh, 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 dreams of arrears or something. But anyway, but okay, why am I here? Uh, is what Scooter said. And believe it or not, we're still on my. Wait, 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 wait Ray, would you still. Didn't your vacation's over, right? Oh, my friend, no, no, no. In my Disney vacation from August you're talking about? Yeah, didn't you? You went to all those parks. You can't re... You gotta give... Oh, my friend, I've only covered four days of my vacation. The Disney World... Oh, you poor neophyte. Now, this guy, maybe you folks out there, you don't know what it's like to milk a Disney vacation for every drop Every drop you friggin' can. Well, your friend Ray is here to tell you how to do it. And I'm here to tell you about day five 
on my vacation. I was down there in the hot August heat. Or is it just July? I forget, my friends, my friends. Oh, it's hard to do this with the uh, my voice only in one ear here. With the friggin' equipment, Scooters has some equipment problems. Oh, but anyway. Uh, what? What, Scooter? Oh, what time is it? Tell them what time it is. It was at 5.46 when you took the pictures here. Okay, Scooter wants you to know it was 5.46 when he did the Twitter. Now... My day five at Disney, and I'm going to give you a little day five. Like I said, I was trying to do a metaphor, and then we got thrown off. But I was telling you about squeezing every drip because I am going to squeeze some water out of this Disney because it's hot. It's humid, but it's oh so water park episode that I'm going to do for you because on day five, now normally, my friends, well, about day five, let's see, I stay five, ten days. Yeah, this is about my day to get the little water park action in. Now, when you got your Disney parks, you got, uh, we'll run through them again. We got your Magic Kingdom, that's where Mickey and Minnie live in the castle. Uh, well, I guess technically, uh, Sleeping Beauty is Cinderella, some such person lives in the castle, technically. But, you know, in our hearts, Mickey and Minnie, the Magic Kingdom is magical. Then you have the Epcot. I thought you said you shut this phone off, Scooter. Sorry, Ray. I guess it's not quiet. Okay, well, what should I do here? You, the phone is friggin'. Okay, well, sorry. Okay, sorry about that, my friends. The phone is buzzing. Don't want the pictures of Twitter. Um, now, while you're sitting here remembering your Halloweens, now I want you to remember, so... They got the Epcot Center. That's where I was, the big golf ball. The countries, the future world, the world showcase, the laser light show. That's Epcot Center. Then you got the Disney Studios, which is for the love of movies and Pixar and Star Wars and action rides. And then you have a little place called the Animal Kingdom where the animals and the shows and the... Uh, I don't know if I told you about the dinosaur right there, but I think I forgot the uh, Everest and the uh, Safari. But a little, little note, not everybody knows that Disney also has not one, but two water parks. And they are full of water and full of fun. So, my friends, this was a whatever day. I can't remember. The day. It was the weekdays. And I said, Ray, if you are not retired and you were playing it by the rules of... Uh, Typical life of a normal person, you'd be getting up for work, but I woke up bright and early. Now, just because you never heard of this Disney water park does not mean that everybody in Florida doesn't know that it gets hot there. So, Ray, I get up, I get up about 6.30 a.m. Now, the water park I'm going to is a little place called the Typhoon Lagoon, and it's, uh, you catch a bus just like everything else, my friends, no driving needed. And uh, it opens up an hour early on certain days to uh, Disney Resort guests. So I'm going there to get in early. And then just like I've told you before, get there before it opens. So I go over to get out of my room. I stretch. I get another beautiful Florida morning. About 7 a.m. the park opens at 8. I go. I get a coffee. I say to myself, Ray, get yourself some eggs. You're going to need some protein. You're going to want to, you know. Maybe it'll puff up the muscles a bit. Maybe not, my friends. 
But I go out there, I go to the food court, I have some bacon, I have a little biscuit, a little too dry for my taste, but what are you going to do? And I have some eggs uh, scrambled. Now I wonder if they were, you know, real eggs or some sort of egg-type creation, but what, you know, I ate it. And I, the bacon was tasty, but bacon always is. And uh, then I drank a coffee, I drank a juice, and then I, uh, I, I go to the bathroom because I say, Ray, you, you know, I got a backpack with my suit. I got a couple towels. I got my shades. I got my screen. I got a big bottle of water because you can never have too much water. And I'm ready for the Typhoon Lagoon, my friends. And uh, so I get ready to go. Now I see right in front of my hotel. There's a man set up doing interviews with the TV and the radio thing. And I say to him, I say, hello, how you doing? Where are you from? What are you doing? He says, and he says, uh, he says, we're here with Sky Scrap Alive, channel something or other. And I say, Sky what? And he says, Sky Scrap Alive. And I say, uh, well, well, pleased to meet you. I'm Ray. And uh, I said, do you know Scooter? He said, what? And he said, well, doing a little show here. He goes, I got a, two celebrities I'm going to give you a choice of. And you uh, give me the reason and you give me an answer and a reason. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm just going to say two names. You tell me which, which one you'd pick. And I say, pick for what? And he says, you decide. And I say, okay, my friend, give it to me. He says, Mark Sanchez or John Legend. And I say, that's no problem. First of all, no offense to Mark Sanchez, but... uh He's a bit of a bum, messing up the Jets, uh, making George R. R. Martin unhappy. And if George R. R. Martin's not happy, Scooter's not happy, and then I'm not happy. So that's one. Two, John Legend, beautiful voice. Second or third or fourth point, I'm not sure, my friend. Am I on the air? And he says, well, we're recording it for a segment. And I say, okay, well, then you can edit that part out. But I say uh, point three or four about John Legend. Now, I don't know if you remember the Oscars of one the year Wally came out, but Mr. Peter Gabriel sang the song that goes at the end of Wally, which is a beautiful, beautiful song. But for some strange reason, Mr. Peter Gabriel was unavailable to sing it at the Oscars, and they bring out Mr. John Legend. And I thought I loved Peter Gabriel's version, but I only liked it because when I heard the sweet, dulcet tones of Mr. John Legend singing this song about digging in the earth and picturing Wally and uh, Eva swirling around in love and the life of Lomi land and the growth. And, and I just, I loved it. So Mr. John Legend will be my guest today at the water park called Typhoon Lagoon. We're going to go on Crusher Gusher. And that guy says, oh, thank you, thank you. That's enough. I say, okay, well, uh, you know, with John Legend, he is about, he's probably going to know else what we're doing because uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm talking about water. And they said, and then I see my bus. I say, okay, never mind, my friend. Thank you for your time. Good day. And then they had me sign a release. I jump on my bus and I'm on my way to the Typhoon Lagoon. Now, my friends, you know me and buses and Disney. Now, this bus here, it's got to make another stop. I was such a in the zone. I didn't even know, but they it stops at the water park a uh, second after it stopped it. I think Epcot sent us something, but I did not mind because, you know, Ray likes to, you know, press the flesh. Well, I guess that's another, like, uh, talk to the folks. on the, 
and I happen to sit next to her on the bus, and I see this young woman. She looked about 35, 40 years old, looking out the window, and her face, to put a term on it, would be forlorn, and she looked like she was about to cry, and my heart just said, oh boy, Ray, I'm going to melt, and I don't know what should we do here, should we give her her privacy, or should we talk to her? She was she, she going to a theme park like this sad? What is going on? And I say, excuse me, ma'am, I don't mean to intrude. And if it bothers you, I can move away or keep my mouth shut. But are you okay? And she said, mm-hmm, like that, my friend, like, uh-uh. And I said, oh, my dear, my name's Ray. And uh, what what's going on? Do you want to talk to somebody about it? And she says, oh, Whedon, Whedon, Whedon. And I say, Sweden, I'm sorry, my ma'am, I can't hear you. And she says something about a weed den, I believe, and the Raiders and her son. And I said uh, something about I could not make it out. And I said, uh, and then I heard the name Alex. And I said, maybe that's his son. Maybe it's some, you know, I'm not sure. I said, who's Alex? Who is Alex, my friend? And she said, that's my son, you're right. And I said, what, did you just read my mind? And she said, uh, uh, she said, you were talking out, you were thinking out loud. And I said, oh, I will have a tendency to do that. And I say, yeah, well, uh, what's going on with Alex? And she says, she's a, he fell in with the wrong crowd. And uh, he's uh, puffing uh, blunts, she said, and uh, wearing Raiders, going to Raiders games and causing trouble. And she's terribly afraid for him. And he lives his room, she said, as a weed den, a den of weed. And I say, I could tell you're scared. You must love your son terribly much. And I say to her, do you think you know, does he know you how much you love him? And she says, I don't know. I don't know. And I say, well, do you think your son loves you? And she says, I, I do. And I said, do you think he knows you support him? And she said, I don't know. And I said, well, you know, why don't you try to find out the answers to those two questions when you have a chance? Now, I don't know what you, if he's with you on this vacation or what, but let me tell you about a guy who used to be a real jerk and used to yell at people and get into fights and drink and, and uh, mess around with, uh, you know, well, I still do that. I mean, uh, get get himself in a lot of trouble and hurt people and say, you know, son of a stupid witch's grandmother and stuff, stuff like that. That's much worse. And, uh, you know, my mom, it, it was a, it was a me, and now I'm a nice guy. I'm talking to you on the bus trying to help you. And when my mother, she said a lot of times, she said, Ray, what's wrong with you? Why do you got to break your mother's heart? And we just lived down in, we lived in this place called Park Chester. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but that's where I was raised. And, uh, you know, now my, my voice, you know, if you're from there, you probably say that's no Park Chester accent. I know I've lived a, anyway, I say, ma'am. So one day, if you, if there's love and there's support, you know, hopefully your mother's heart could be unbroken. That's what I tell myself as I, when I cry myself to sleep. But, uh, you know, tell your son you love him and to support him, and he has to make his own way in the world, and that's the hardest thing as a parent. No, I don't, ha- I don't have a child of my own because of a certain uh, issues with uh, belly dances I'm not willing to disclose, but... Uh, Ma'am, I think it's going to be okay, okay? Because we're pulling up to the water park. I got a, I got a 
I got to recommend for you, ma'am. There's a river, a lazy river. You just lie in that river. Whatever you uh, need to do, breathe or sing or look around at the joy running around in all directions or, you know, speak with your Lord or your whoever you pray to, whatever you need to do, ma'am. You're going to be okay, I promise you that, okay? It's going to, whatever works out is going to work out. Just because my mother would not, uh, anyway, it'll be okay, ma'am. And she says, oh, thank you, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. And then I say, well, excuse me, because I've got a couple water slides to slide down. And would you believe it, a couple of water slides I'm going to slide up and you won't be able to believe it unless you're ready to rock with your friend Ray. I did not say that part to the woman. I said that as I was getting off the bus and I got to the gates of the park with some other folks, about only 25, 30 folks. We paid our admission, uh, but I had my uh, magic band, so I just walked right in. And then we had a wait to get into the park now. Okay, my friends, now I need to tell you we're waiting in line here to get in. Now let me tell you the story of Typhoon Lagoon, because like all Disney things, it has a little made-up story to help you in your suspension of disbelief and get in the get in the zone. And believe me, Ray gets in the zone. So Typhoon Lagoon, what happened was that there was this man who called himself Captain Guy Liner, and he was the king of gore, he said. And gore was this uh, great... Uh, uh, beast of the sea, and he would ride it around, and he, yes, he wore eyeliner from made from squid ink, and he would shoot through the wave. Now, I'm just kidding, my friends. I'm just kidding. There's no Captain Guy Liner and no sea creature named Gore. The Typhoon Lagoon was, uh, the story is, it's like this old, we used to be this tropical fishing paradise and cove and such thing, and then this giant typhoon came in and swept everything and made it all crazy. And what was left over was uh, stuff to to ride for fun. Now, maybe uh, in hindsight, the Disney folks would have said, "Well, this is kind of would have been a tragedy. There probably would have been loss of life with the typhoon." There's a ship on top of a mountain called uh, Miss Tilly on Mount Mayday. I think it's called Mount Mayday, and then there's a uh, abandoned, you know, fishing gear and everything. So people would have got hit in that. But anyway, you know, it's just supposed to be fun. So, you know, put the tragedy aside. And uh, I'd, I guess, uh, say, okay, well, this happened many years ago. Let it be. We're here to ride the rides. Or maybe it was under, I don't know. But let's just have fun, okay? Despite the typhoon that swept everyone away, we get to benefit by it, I guess, is the thing. And now the... It's abandoned for fun. So you go into the park. Now, my friends, don't don't have a plan. Always have a plan. My plan is put on my sunscreen. And then I say to this young woman who's taking tickets, I say, how you doing now, ma'am? I'm here by myself. My name's Ray. You have, uh, wow, your eyes are so brown. They're in those speckles in there. What color are those? And she giggles, and I say, I'm sorry, I was just swept away by your eyes like the Miss Tilly and the Typhoon Lagoon. I say, listen, uh, I need uh, someone to rub some sunscreen on my back. What do you say? My back is actually not not half bad. No, not. Could you do that for me? And she says, sure. And she rubs in the sunscreen on my back. I say, well, it's lovely to meet you. 
Uh, maybe I'll see you later, maybe not. I gotta move on because it looks like the park's opening. Now I have a plan. My plan is to go to a little something called the Crushing Gusha section of the park. And it's, uh, you go, uh, I think you take about three and a half rights or something. I can't remember, friends, but it's on the one part, side of the park. It's the newest part of the park. Not everybody knows this is where you go first because it has a little something called water roller coasters, friends. Now, the theme of the ride, my friends, is that uh, it's an old fruit processing plant that had something to do with the typhoon. It shut down. And there's all these chutes, these three different there's, there's three different water coasters inside this area. And uh, you're, uh, you go where the fruit used to get processed. Now you get on the ride. I go, I can't remember. Let me think what they were called. Uh, there's like a coconut command, coconut crusher. So I go on that first because it has a C, I think. I don't know why. And that one, you go up, you get, you wouldn't believe these rides if I told you it's a water slide and a roller coaster. So you go up, you get shot up by jets of water, you go down very, very fast, you go twisting, you go twirling, you got jets of high-powered water pushing you along. Oh, and you're laughing, and the air is breathing, and kids are laughing, and then you land in the water at the end, and it's like, oh boy, that was great. So I do the coconut crusher a few times. Then the next one's the pineapple plunger. Now I do that. I do those two. Now the, thing, the only catch of the thing is that I'm by myself. Those two rides, you can go on as much as you want by yourself. Now there's no line because it's the opening of the day. It's the first hour of the park. There's barely anyone in there. So I go on those two rides. I'll be honest with you, 20 times maybe total. I don't know. I, and then I say, well, I'd like to go on this third one, the Banana Blaster, but Banana, Banana, I don't know what it's called, Banana something. I say, uh, oh dear, I got to find somebody to go on. And then, of course, I'm walking around and I'm, you know, I'm walking around, going on the ride, walking around again. And I see my friend again and I say, uh, the one from that put the sunscreen on me, I say, oh, Hey, are you uh, Alex from the Target commercials? And she says, uh, pleased to meet you, I am. And I say, well, you look even more beautiful in person than you do on the commercials. And she laughs. She says, I don't even know what you're talking about. And she said, you're a little rapscallion. And I say, well, I'm a little sad because I got no one to go on the banana blaster with me. And uh, she says, I'm about to go on break. Uh, and uh, if my supervisor doesn't see me. I could go on it with you. Let me change. She runs off. She runs back. She's in a one-piece, very professional swimsuit. And we go on the banana blaster. And, oh, boy, the banana was blasting. This thing is even more powerful. That's why you need two people because it's shooting you along. And it's we're taking turns. She's in the front. She's I'm in the front. She's in the back. Oh, and we're laughing. And I, I'll be honest with you. When I was on that run, I think I fell a little bit in love with Alex. That was not her real name because I just made that up to, to you know, say hello to her. And I said, uh, oh, boy, like uh, this ride is like being on the X Factor. My heart is pit of pattern. And I don't know if it's the water or the ups and the downs. Like this could be a metaphor for the two of us, Alex. And she says, I can't hear you because the water's blasting. I said, thank goodness, because I was a little creepy. And then I say, OK. And she says, I got to go back to work. That was a bad, great and I say, well, it was lovely meeting you. Uh, good. Have a good day. 
And she goes off. I did, and I said, oh, boy, Ray, you should have gotten You should have said, you dropped the ball on that one, Ray. And I said, well, well, we'll see what happens. So, my friends, the uh, the rest of the park there, after the crushing gush, it's a easy street because those are the most popular rides. Now, I don't even think the park, I've probably been there an hour. Now, so I go to the next part of the park, which is the Mount May Day that has the rest of the water slides on it. Now, to be honest, I'm feeling a little bit like a bit like Peyton Manning because I feel like I dropped the ball with the uh, young lady. And, and uh, you know, I know race, you know, friends with ladies, but this felt a little bit different. I don't know. So I felt like I had this perfect season riding this ride with her. And then I just, you know, fell apart. I, I don't know. It was a very... But whatever, I say, right, get over it. Get over yourself. She's probably not even interested in you. And, you know, the age difference is unbelievably, probably disgusting to most, most folks, but they don't know you like I do because I'm you. And I said, what do you say, Ray? We ride some rides. And I said, well, it's going to be tough to peak those rides, but let's do it. So I go on some slides and then the, the, I start seeing more young people. And they're having fun. And I mean kids. I mean teens. I mean 20s. I mean 30s. I mean 40s. So I go on the like the humonga Kawabunga rides, which are these different water slides. They're all fast and inside. And then they have uh, to this, I don't, I don't know, I think three or four of those. Then there's the storm slides, which are even more water slides. Now, these slides are fun. These slides are fun, but not quite as fun as the uh, the other water slides. But I'm having fun. And then I go to the two brides. Now there's like May Day Falls, which was fun, a little bit rough, but I liked that. And then there's, uh, uh, what's it called, Keyhole Falls. I take that one. That's a little bit smoother. Now every, one, every 30 minutes, the, the boat at the top of Mount May Day ejects water out its roof. It makes a bunch of noise. It's called the Miss Tilly. And it has a geyser and a horn, so that's fun. And everybody yells. Everybody was in a great mood that day. Now I get to the end of the, uh, the Keyhole Falls, and now there's a family raft ride. I'm like, oh, wish I had a family here with me to go on this ride. And I, But I see a, a group of kids, maybe uh, I don't know how old they were, and they're all gathered around, and they're pressing on a phone. And I say, hey, is everybody all right over here? I did not know they were on a phone. I was worried somebody was hurt or sick. And they say, oh, no, we're uh, doing a live chat here. And this is Jake Miller. He's doing the Jake Miller live chat. And I say, I never heard of you. Which one is Jake Miller? And he's, this young man says he is, I think. I, I don't know. I was a bit confused. And they say, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? I say, I'm Ray. I'm here to ride the water. I'm sliding the slides. You know how it is. Did you guys go on the crushing gusher? They said the line's too long. I said, oh, you should have got here when it opened. Let me tell you, kids, come here tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. You can ride it all day. And maybe a couple of you fall in love because I fell in love on that ride. I'll be honest with you. And the kids say, what do you, what do you mean? Let's, let's get this on the live chat. He starts, someone's transcribing or something. And I said, well, I felt like uh, I was a, a royal on the Darton Abbey. And I was uh, with, uh, you know, someone that worked in the park and there was a whole tension but she snuck on the rides or something so I took a break I'm I'm even scared a little bit she's going to get fired and I know we broke the class lines or whatever the theme park 
lines and we were laughing and then she had to go back to work. I did not see a pockets on a swimsuit. So, and I did not have my, uh, I forgot to tell you, I put my cell phone in my wallet in a locker with all my other stuff other than my towels and my sunscreen and my water. Forgot about that, but anyway. But these kids, they were so, I guess they were older than I thought because they're like, oh, well, Jake Miller, he seemed, he seemed like a fine young man. He was very polite. He said, uh, well, like maybe I could learn something or two from you. What? Did, how did you meet this young woman? So I could, and I said, are you putting on this live chat? And he said, I am. And I said, well, maybe this will be like a missed uh, chances thing in the newspaper classifieds. And they said, what's a newspaper and what are classifieds? <laughs> and I thought they were joking, but they were not. And they said, I think I know what a newspaper is. That's a thing people throw on the ground in our yard. And I say, correct. One day there was a, well, I said, let's not get into the whole third estate type thing. And I say, uh, well, okay, let me tell you, because uh, what happened was uh, I said to her, are you Alex from Target? And she said, uh, I don't, you know, I just used that to say hello. And I was not trying to uh, fall in love or seduce her. She just had rubbed sunscreen on my back, one, very nice of her. Her eyes were the most beautiful brown I've ever seen in my life, and they fit perfectly with her beautiful face and her nose and her eyebrows and her long hair and a nice brown ponytail. So I was charmed. And then she had on a swimsuit, and let me tell you, I don't talk about women's bodies in a demeaning way, but oh, oh, but all I can say is, uh, oh my, okay? Do you understand, kids? And uh, he, he says Kazalowski or something. I say, I'm sorry. Did you just say Kelly Kapowski? And he said Kazalowski. And don't and who's Ke Kelly Kapowski? I said, don't worry about it. I said, that girl, she didn't really remind me of her directly, but I thought that was something we could relate because you're young, but maybe not. And they say, that's a Kazalowski. And I say, what do you mean? They say, when you fall in love with someone and, you know, they don't even know you like them or, you know, there's a tension and you never break the tension. And I say, my friend, I'm, I've always prided myself on finding out if that tension was real or false. But I'm not sure what happened here because I think I was confusing my emotions and the wave action of the banana blast. And my, you know, the wet of the water has always been something. How old are you kids? Can I use sexual on this thing? Because it's, uh, are you 18? And they laugh and they say close enough. And I say, well, uh, you know, it's creating this, you know, there's blasting and there's water and spraying and skunk screen. And it's a two-person boat and we're falling on each other. And I say, and they say, listen, Ray, you pulled a Kazalewski. You had a romance in your head. It might be gone. It might not. You get in the lazy river. You're old enough to have a drink. Have a couple drinks. Go around the lazy river and, and unwind. And I say, kids, you're right. Sorry if I perverted you or uh, corrupted you. I did not mean to do that. And they have a little lazy, lazy river. And I don't remember what the name of the lazy river is, but they also have a bar. And I go to the bar. I order myself a couple of... Uh, Adult beverages. I don't remember what they ever think they were daiquiris uh, with uh, they were uh, those pina coladas with uh, some red stuff in them. So they were like a bloody pina. I don't know some raspberry syrup. And I have a couple of those, and I go around in the Razor River, and I let the ice cold beverage 
and the rum and everything else bring me back into re- I said, Ray, what are you doing? You're acting like you're a, a schoolboy that's never kissed a girl. What are you also been out of shape? You don't even didn't even know this girl's name. And hopefully, God forbid, she did not get in trouble because you asked her to one rub. That's not you're not supposed to be rubbing your back, rubbing sunscreen on customers' backs. And what kind of customer asks for that? And uh, hopefully, you didn't ask her to ride the ride with you and get a fight. What if uh, someone told on her if that's against the policy? And then I remember the bus and the mother on the bus. I said, well, the girl had to make her own choices. But if I see her again, I'll apologize because you're correct. That was probably on not a good thing, Ray. And I try to pride myself on other people's feelings and being kind. But I don't know if I was, you know, sometimes Ray's heart and Ray's, uh, well, be honest, folks, my like uh, need for connection confuses uh, my ability for kindness or maybe not kindness, but saying, hey, like, uh, I need to find out if this feeling we're sharing, are we sharing it or is only in my mind? But this one, I let it get away from me. But whatever, I'm going around in the lazy river and I am take a little bit of a nap. I'll be honest with you, my head, I get into some crook and I'm just, the water action's waving me and I drank my two drinks at about 11 in the morning. Big mistake and I sleep. And the next thing I know, someone's tapping me on the shoulder, and I look up, and it's Alex from Target, and she says, hey, and I say, hello. And now she says, were well, you falling asleep there? And I said, yeah. And she said, were well, you dreaming? And I said, uh, she said, were well, you dreaming of me? And she laughed like, and I said, as a matter of fact, you know, I was dreaming of the opportunity to apologize to you because... And uh, I said, let me get out of this uh, inner tube here because I feel like a fool. Could you wait up there for a second? And she said, sure. But she said, I think I, you know, made it a little too intense. But I carry my inner I let the inner tube go, actually. I thought I was going to carry it, but I did not. And I, it takes me a little while to find a way out of this thing. But she meets me at the stairs. And I said, listen, hey, by the way, my name's Ray. I would love to know your name. And she says, my name's Courtney. And I say, oh, that's lovely. Is it Courtney with a C or a K? And she says, it's with a C, K. And she laughs. And I say, oh, and I say, oh boy, you're, you're a joker. And I said, listen, Courtney, I'm, I'm, ter- I, I'm terribly uh, ashamed to say it was probably not appropriate for me to ask you to put sunscreen on my back. And I hope you did not think that I just wanted you to touch me because I actually did need the sunscreen on my back. And I did, you know, I had already intended on asking you before I fell into your deep brown eyes. And that was just a happenstance that it, I did not like look up. And she just said, I know. And I said, well, I shouldn't have asked you because I did not, you probably shouldn't be touching the customers. And she said, well, I don't just touch any customer. I would have said no. She's like, there was something about you. She's like, you got uh, some kind of kind eyes. I, she said, I don't even know. Are those hazel or green or blue? And I say, all three. Thank you. And I said, well, there's another thing I need to apologize because I wanted to ride the banana blast. So I asked you, and I said, you probably were on break. You probably had something. Are you even allowed to ride the rides when you're on break? And she said, well, no. But to be honest, I'll be honest with you, Ray. I've never ridden any of those Crush and Gusher rides. I've been scared since I worked here to go on them because I had this thing of fear of uh, what, believe it or not, I'm a, I'm a lifeguard here at the park as well as working the other jobs. 
and I've always been afraid of getting sucked into the bottom of the pool. It's one of my childhood fears. And I know they had those giant water cannon things to make the roller coaster go. And I've always been afraid to go on those crush and gusher rides until you asked me. So I, I said, what a second, let's do this. I, she said, so uh, she said, you know, I have to thank you. And yeah, we're not really supposed to go on the rides, but, uh, well, you know, she said, it's fine. And as a matter of fact, this is my last week at work. And, uh, you know, this is so it wasn't that big a deal. And finally, I overcame my fear of the of the crushing gusher. And I had so much fun that I'm going to do it again tomorrow or maybe later on tonight. And she said, what, would you want to ride the rides later on this evening? Because I get off work in a couple hours. And uh, she said, you know, I, I, I think uh, I had fun riding the rides with you. And I said, listen, Courtney, uh, I would love to, but I just need to get to clear the area because my intention is uh, that when we were on that ride together, falling around on each other, I'm just not some, uh, I, I, I find you beautiful, Courtney. Do you understand? So I don't want to, you know, just, and she put, she put her fingers on my lips. And she said, well, what, what are you staying at a hotel? Why don't we uh, go for a swim and uh, get a bite to eat or, you know, something like that before we come back and ride the rides, Mr. Banana Blast. And she looked down, never mind, don't worry your ears about that whole thing. And so that's the end of my tale, my friends. I thought I was going to get to two water parks, but, you know, there's only so many times Ray falls in love on a vacation, and I know it's, uh, this was the only time I used the words L-O-V-E. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that turns out with me and Courtney. Uh, or where she moved to, those are all unresolved things for you. At the end of your tale, I hope you're asleep because I love talking to you, but I love putting you to sleep even more. Your friend Ray, good to be back. I'm going to be back again sooner than five or six weeks, Scooter, and hopefully he'll have this fixed so I can hear my, well, like I, it doesn't really matter. So this is your friend Ray saying good night, sweet, sweet good night to all ears. I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad you're hearing me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.